Some people say maybe I'm too too kind. <laughs> I'm too nice. Yeah, I think yes, he is. <laughs> so, 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 some people told me that maybe it's a bit dangerous because I'm too nice and I I can't say no. You know, sometimes and I I don't know. I think it's a mix of when it comes with a very good intention. You know, with a very good vibe. For example, with you. You know. And I knew because you're, you're a very good friend for me, you know. And I knew you, you were struggling, you know, making a video. And uh, for me, it was like I, I wanted to make it. I think just because it's a mix of because I love making films, a mix of because I wanted to help you, and a mix because of I wanted to discover again Vietnam, you know, all the things like this. And I also here, like um, I was helping, like, they were a group of kids. They have like a, a dancing crew, you know. And they just asked me if um, I could, help them making a video, you know, and I, and I said, yes, I don't know why, because I, I think I saw myself in them, like I saw myself in you, you know, struggling before, and I, I, I wanted to be, in a way, I wanted to be the person that I, I dreamed to meet, you know, someone mm -hmm. who can help me, and also because this person I dreamed to meet, I also met when I was younger, when I was learning, I always had like a teacher, or I always had like someone who came And who gave me a big gift, you know, so so big. I was so embarrassed, you know, uh, how to say thank you. And they just they they just told me it doesn't matter, just mm. enjoy and just pursue your career, you know, you know, like Clint Eastwood and like a cowboy, you know. They just they just say yeah, yeah, <laughs> never mind, just just go, you know. <laughs> and I think they inspired me, and that's why I I also want to be this cowboy, you know, this kind of pirate mm. cowboy. I just come somewhere. Uh, I help because I like people, and then when it's done, I just I just go with my horse. Hey, goodbye. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you know, I think I have this kind of spirit. Lifeline. Hello, everyone. My name is Dean Long, and welcome to the podcast Lifeline. In this podcast, I will interview people who are having a positive impact in their community and have a strong message that deserves to be shared. We will dive deeper into their journey becoming a change maker, and hopefully you can take away some insights for your own journey. And please do subscribe to Lifeline on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or any platform that you are using. And also you can share this episode with your friends if you like it. It's really what helps me the most. Today's episode is quite special because it's the first time that I'm recording an episode of Lifeline with a video. So you can watch on YouTube if you want, if you want the full experience, see our hand gestures, see our uh, face expressions, etc., etc. So you can go on YouTube, but you can also continue to listen to the audio and hear, of course. Anyway, in today's episode, you will meet David Nguyen who is an award-winning film director from Switzerland with Vietnamese roots that I met in Hong Kong and we recorded uh, this interview in France. And I'm not afraid to say that David is one of the best film directors that I've ever met and worked with. Whether it's for his passion, creativity, craziness or talent, he has everything. And that's why his movies were screened in so many international film festivals all around the world. In this interview, he shares how he's always been following this passion. He had his first camera at five years old, started to make his own movies very early on, and he never stopped. We discuss how he created his own crazy, poetic, and optimistic style over the years, why he has a gift-first mindset, and how he seizes his role 
in society as a film director. If you want, you can pause the podcast uh, when we speak about some of his movies. I've put the link on the description because on the YouTube video, we also put two of his amazing movies that you can watch. But you can also, if you are listening to the audio, pause the audio, click on the link of the, of the videos and watch the videos before uh, we speak about it. And of course, if you like this episode, please share it with one of two friends. And I would love to hear your feedback as always. So grab a drink and enjoy this two-hour interview with David. So yeah, hello, David. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. No, I'm so happy uh, to have you on Lifeline. So yeah, maybe for everyone who is listening, uh, today we are welcoming David uh, Duke Hill for Vietnamese speakers. Uh, we can say hello to the camera uh, because it's also recorded uh, for the first ever uh, like recorded <laughs> interview with a camera. So yeah, I always start by reminding how we know each other. Sure. Actually, we, we know each other for a very long time. And we haven't met for three years, so today we met again. So For, for the first time, yes, yeah, in three well, years. <laughs> that's crazy. So we had time to catch up, then we had good dinner, then we set up all the stage uh, here. You couldn't see, but there is a like, super impressive light here. So, and, and like two cameras. So yeah, <laughs> for me, I'm so proud. It's like a milestone. <laughs> and yeah, no, so like, uh, yeah, so now we have you on Lifeline. And yeah, so how we met, actually, is a, it's a fun story. Because it's when I was working in Hong Kong. Um, and yeah, I was organizing with So and So Good uh, a startup pitch, social startup pitch event. Mm -hmm. And you were helping yeah. one of the journalists to film. Yeah, sure. Um, my flatmate, he was invited to, um, to give like a speech in this event. And at the same time, I was helping a friend who was a journalist and filming this event. And so, because I was, uh, I knew about cameras and things like this. And then, uh, and I remember because when I was in Hong Kong, I felt I was in Asia, but I felt a bit alone because I was like the, f the only Vietnamese people I know there. And then when I saw when I saw you, then you told me that you you were Vietnamese. I remember. Uh, I just uh, I just saw you like uh, sitting on on the table and uh, saying where are you from. He told me, "Yeah, I'm I'm Vietnamese." I said, "Ah, oh, yeah." <laughs> I was so happy to meet you because you were like the first Vietnamese guy I met in Hong Kong. <laughs> since, and and since. from my point of view, it's very funny because I was sitting, everyone was going back home, and I just see you walking with uh, with your <coughs> friend, and we all have name tags. So on sure. yours was written David Nguyen. Or Nguyen, for those who don't know how to pronounce Nguyen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, a Vietnamese person. Yeah. So I ran into you. I was like, I took your arm. I was like, are you Vietnamese? <laughs> sure. And yeah. then, yeah, it was the start of a great friendship. Yeah, and, uh, and like very, very good Vietnamese people. I, I told you, let's have a fur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> and we had a fur like the week after. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, barbecue on the beach. And then we met again in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. We, we, Well, we'll speak about it, but we did this super uh, amazing video on the Learning Hub. So mm -hmm. we'll speak about it. But yeah, everyone, you all understood. He's making movies. He's a filmmaker, but not only. He's do, uh, doing a lot of stuff. Uh, but may yeah, so that's a good and long introduction. But maybe let's kick start. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe do you want to introduce yourself, like who you are, what are you doing these days, or just anything that you want to say? So, well, I'm... So my name is David 
Nguyen. So Duc Heo, David Nguyen. I I work as um as a film director, and I also work as a movie editor for other people. So I did movies, and I I I direct. So mostly I direct movies as a freelance for for people, but also for me. And in the same time, I also I also write movies, and I try to work to work more and more into filmmaking and cinema. You know, fiction movies like this and. Uh, Yeah, I already made two short films and I'm currently writing and pre-producing my third short movie and uh, that's it, yeah. And yeah, and I'm currently based in Switzerland. So cool. So yeah, so you're doing everything around films, so from filming, writing, directing. So it's really cool. Yeah, when I started, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I try to to be more the right the guy who writes the movie and the mm. guy who directs the movie, but yeah, when it's about Uh, smaller projects and things like this so I do it all by myself sometimes but when 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 I have more opportunities or more budget so I, I try to hire a team and to work with, with a team yeah no I think, yeah. I think it's cool. well, we'll come back on this progression because I feel like it's like the pathway of a filmmaker but I think something I, I really like when I was talking to you and that I didn't really know but that you you write on your website Uh, that you discovered like not filmmaking but the world you know, of movies and stuff and filming when you were five years old yeah so can you share a bit like you know <laughs> like yeah like how how did everything start well i <clears throat> uh, of course as um i grew up in switzerland in a vietnamese family you know immigrant family in uh uh like all all my father he was like he's a kind of all very passionate about everything that was uh, everything related to geek nerd stuff you know and he always had he always bought the last camera and then, uh um the last camera and the last recording camera and then when we went to with the family he was always filming us you know uh, on on holidays on vacation and um because he was also like a kind of nerdy person he also introduced me when i was very young in this kind of world and um when i was five, he bought he bought for me a, a video game where the goal was to to create movies 3D movies in this in this it was a very old video game from the 90s the 1995 1996 something like this so with very old 3D graphics and uh, everything was slow and he introduced me to that i think it was the first time for me uh the, the first introduction for me into this the, the world of creativity and creating creating stories telling stories And I spent like like a like a big nerd of today. I spent so much time in this video game, try creating movies and and short films, you know. And I was doing more than than the software was could do. And I was uh, I, I created explosions and and action movies and blood stuff and things like this. Something that you cannot could not create because it's a it's a game for kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I did it so just for fun. Now it's uh, yeah, it's the past. So yeah, so that was the first for me the first my first introduction for, um, uh, for this this uh, filmmaking stuff. And after when I was seven, eight, I I don't know why I I always I always liked um, telling stories and and just having fun with my friends. And so I grabbed the, the old camera of my father. So it was a it was a Sony DV camera with tape, you know. Before, just before Numeria, this uh, digital revolution, and we just made movies like this. So we, I, I was just filming my friends and uh, so many mini short films, so many 
like stupid things that I did, I did with my friends when I was seven, eight years old. And I kept doing this um, years after years and after years. And at school and uh, teachers, they, I remember my teachers in secondary school, they, they noticed I really liked this. So they, they really, really, they really, really encouraged me um, making more things like this. And thanks to them and thanks to all the people I met. I kept making movies and now I'm I work in this industry right now so yeah so like you were just filming like everything that you could or like what were you doing then with uh, all the videos were you trying to actually you know have like create some stories and stuff or were you just like filming everything <clears throat> I think so, you mean when I was young yeah, right? yeah, yeah I think I was very amazed by how I I was very amazed how I uh, what I could create with uh, these materials you know and I think it was I can compare this with um, the uh, the adventures of the of, of, of the uh, of the history of movies you know like uh, Georges Méliès or Charles Chaplin you know in the early 90s so they they just had fun and they just created everything they could with the with only one camera and uh, some basic stuff and I think that's what I did also with my friends and I we just uh I remember I, uh, I was making like a fake video clip. I was imitating video clips of Moby, uh, for example, and our, our, we were doing like fake um, uh, TV, TV news channel, you know, <laughs> with everything like a sound and, and everything like the sound and the stunts uh, on live action, you know. I was doing the, the, the music and the sound of um, everything while filming and we were doing also, we were just, uh, sometimes I just put the camera on the table outside and we just sing in front of the camera, mm -hmm. you know, and... I, we were just trying things, you know, and um, and also after that, um, my father also introduced me with um, with an old uh, software for editing movies, um, which is uh, which is named um, called um, Magic Video uh, Maker, and it's a software for tourists, <laughs> <laughs> a German software for tourists. And with this, I I made my my first editing. I was just putting music on on what I film, and that's how I learned by myself how to edit movies. So how old were you for on this first movie? I was like nine, something wow. like this. Nine, eight, ten, ten years old. <laughs> in front of the computer and <laughs> editing, you know, like like a nerd, you know. And yeah. That is cool that, you know, your when we think about it, your father actually encouraged you a lot to follow this hobby. Yeah, sure. I think also my mother, because she my father I remember when I saw some old footage of my parents, he He gave uh, he gave to my mother a gift like a, a like a camera, and I remember when when I went to on holidays with my family, my mother always told me how to shoot right. She mm. wasn't the professional photographer, but she oh, she had like an, an eye, and she told me, you know, when when you take a picture, when you take a portrait, just be just just be clean, you know, don't cut people, don't cut the mountains, just grab everything, you know, try to grab everything, and those kind of simple advices, I think. That helped me, you know, um, learning by myself how to film. And my father, he he was a nerd of this kind of stuff, of course. But I mean, in a superficial way, he knew uh, some many many things. But uh, uh, one day he told me when 
when I started like uh, working in, in uh, for real in movies, you know, and and buying some very very professional stuff, and he told me, "Now you went too far, Dave. <laughs> you went too far. No, I, I just I don't know anymore these kind of things. You are the professional now." <laughs> so I think he just yeah he just like gave me a kick, you know, like a Kickstarter of uh, my career. So do you know if they saw you as a potential filmmaker or they were just going with the flow? Mm. Um, I think they, of course, like um, like every Asian parents, you know, <laughs> of course, uh, in a, in a funny way, they wanted me to be like an engineer or or a doctor, but I, in my opinion, we did we never really discuss about it. But I think in my opinion, um, they saw that I was really really doing this since I was a child, and I think they. They just wanted to trust me and, and to go with the flow. So of course they mm. wanted me to to have grade to finish my school really properly. And in the same time, they saw that I, I was very really passionate. I think passionate or um, I was really doing hard uh, with a lot of heart. You know this uh, this passion. So they they just went with the flow and they just trust me when I'm when I was doing having fun with uh, with this thing, camera things and yeah things like this. Yeah, so uh, was it also your your dream when you were younger? Like, did you so when you were doing all of this? Did you think, okay, I want to do that all my life? Um, well, I think I never. I, I think I never. It was like it's like if I didn't have choice, you know, mm. um, because I was doing this since I was a child, and I think around twelve years old or thirteen years old, I. I noticed on my, um, I just had this idea on my on my head, like um, I want to work in this in this kind of job. I, I I didn't say I didn't say to myself I want to be a film director one day, but I just I just say to myself I want to work in this field, and I I'm a kind of person I I work with goals, you know. I'm I always set like a point in a far way, and this point help me, helps me to to go to what I want. So when I was 12 years old, 13 years old, I knew that. To, 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 to learn properly how to become like a filmmaker, yeah, I have to 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 attend to school, mm. you know, an art school, and so I set this art school into my as my goal, and that's what I did. So, so at twelve, thirteen, you already know your goal in 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 life. Like. Yeah, I wasn't hundred percent sure but i i knew that i really want to 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 to, to make this of course i uh, i did some researches and i i i saw some uh some teachers at school to who who were trying to help all those students to know what they want but it was unsuccessful with me <laughs> because they, it wasn't really uh, it wasn't really clear for them that uh, how to how to work in the film industry and I I saw those kind of teachers, and it wasn't very helpful for me. But hopefully, I, I have this goal in my head, so that helped me to to pursue my career and to to learn how to make films. So, yeah. oh, it's crazy. It, it, it's what we mentioned a bit earlier. But for me, I'm so impressed that you know, from five six, you've been doing the you know following this goal even before you knew it was a goal so it's really it's like you know all the professional athletes you know they start a sport at five and they never stop and they become the best <laughs> yes um yeah also i think it's also like musicians you know they they start playing the violin at five and they never stop um 
I don't know. Maybe because I accidentally fell in this mm. uh, in this um, in this hobby, young, or maybe I. Mm, I don't know. So maybe maybe <laughs> I just set goals and I just go with the floor. Maybe I, I never get. Um, I, um, I always get. How, how to explain this? I I never get done with this. You know. I always want to go further. So maybe that's why. That's why I just go with the flow mm. and I keep going, keep going, keep going. Somewhere. Was there anything else that you thought you might want to do in your life rather than filmmaking when you were younger? Um, or it was always only you know about this. Um, my my father he was um he is very passionate about um um aviation aircraft mm. you know things like this. He's a pilot too. Um, he he pilots a small aircraft, you know, a tourist aircraft. And he wanted me to, he wanted me to, when I was very young, you know, three four years old. He wanted he wanted me to be like a pilot, you know. <laughs> so and I was looking a lot of uh, videos uh, and playing video games about aircraft, you know, and planes. And uh, and when I was yeah, I remember when I was at school, I was saying very. Um, Really in a very naive way, like ah, maybe I want to be a pilot, you know. But um, I think by the time I saw movies, um, how they were, how they filmed aircraft, I wanted to know how they filmed it, you know. Mm, mm, and that's how, I, that's how, I, and that's how I discovered this uh, filmmaking, you know. And then, and then I, I wanted to go this way. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Yeah. But now you're actually you're a pilot now you have your drone and stuff. Yeah, that's very recent. Yeah, that's very yeah. recent. Yeah, kind of yeah. Yeah, RC pilot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. No, so cool. So yeah, so um maybe one last thing before we speak about your studies which I found interesting because you mentioned they still wanted you to have good grades. Uh which I think is important thing, you know, when you know, we are young especially in Asia. But there is also a huge pressure from parents, more or less strong, depending on like like of parents. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I found it very interesting. Like, did you? Was it also like you know you knew that you had to have good grades in order to, you know, not freak your parents out? But you know, did you understand that? Okay, I still need to meet my father's expectation in terms of grade if I want to continue like filmmaking um, I think I was a bit I was a bit very lucky in this way because my I had the chance that um, my parents they were kind of uh, very open-minded you know mm. in terms of choosing my career um, but they always told me that the only thing they want is me to have a grade Whatever, mm. whatever the uh, whatever the marks, you know, whatever I can have, uh, like a, like a B or a C, uh, they want me to have uh, like a the diploma, you know? mm. and that's the only thing they wanted me to to have. Um, whatever I wanted to be a filmmaker, or whatever thing. So that's the thing. I it was like something very hard for me to um, to struggle with it because I'm I consider myself not a not a very I'm not very a study person, you know. Mm. Um, When I was at school, I was always I was I was always drawing <laughs> instead of instead of uh, listening, you know. And passing the exams was always at the limit, you know, for me. And but I knew, and I had this. Um, sometimes I had this way thinking of I was like a like a, like a bad boy, like ah, screw up, I want to <laughs> drop out school, whatever. And in another way. I was thinking about 
what um, everything my parents did for me. Mm. And I was like, okay, so maybe let's try to focus um, mentally because they did so much things for me. They, 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 they don't put um, walls in front of me. They just told me, we just want you to have a great no. Mm. And that's what I did. So I just... I made I made it I made for 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 the, my first step you know having this grade uh, in in a film school was for my parents but also I discovered doing this I discovered so many things mm-hmm. I met so many people I met I met so many people in film festivals and I I met uh, I I I, I, um, I discovered people who are now my colleagues you know when mm-hmm. when I'm, they are part of my team when I, when I make movies so I think. I finally I learned so I learned I I I learned much more than I expected than I expected. So, yeah. Nice, cool. Yeah. No, I think it's yeah how to continue following your passion, but still meet the expectations and for, of your parents, of course. So I think it's a good, very good example. I mean, I think for me it's an important topic. I think each time. Uh, I was speaking about last time, like someone was asking me, yeah, what if someone wants to do this and that, but it doesn't fall into what parents want or what society wants or what people expect is uh, more, you know, like the joke you said, yeah, everyone, yeah, you'll be engineer, whatever. I feel like it's still a strong cultural thing, depending on countries. It's worldwide famous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But cool. Yeah. So, so you went to uh, film school. And I mean, I'm sure there's so many things you can say, but where did it meet your expectations? Oh, about film school, yeah, right. Um, yeah, so I'm my. I think my f- my um, art school career is also um, it's not straight. No, it's a bit um, curvy. <laughs> um, so I started studies in um, in a film school in an art school. Um, in um, in in Lausanne, Switzerland, and after after two years, and I I was I think I was, I had my like my first shock, you know, because it was the first time I discovered the the, the world of um, uh, art and uh, people meeting people who were uh, who who are dedicated to it, and it was after high school, so it was my first you know um, university exper- experiment, and. I think it was above a mix. Like uh, I wasn't very motivated because, as I told you, I'm not a very study per- study person, yeah. and also I I really wanted to um, to work. So I and yeah, this my my experience in this first school wasn't very as I expected, you know. So I decided to make a break, and so I've been working because I'd. Um, Something I also learned from my parents that I keep that never, never, never is to never be uh, jobless. It's to always have something mm-hmm. to do, and hopefully I don't know why I always had plans. Um, thanks to people I met at the at the mm. school, and so I could go to Hong Kong and I could go and then I could make also other um, uh, internships, you know, in the in the film in films in what I wanted to do, and. Um, so I went to Hong Kong, and then I met, I made a one year of internship in in Geneva in a big um, in a big movie studio, and thanks to that I could go to another film school in Geneva, and I can I could make it shorter because I had this experience I had, and um, and I finished my grade there. So, okay, that's it. <laughs> I think it's a great example because 
you mentioned it's through all the people you met in festivals and stuff. I feel like joining the school didn't help you much. I mean, you could have get in, got in, got, you could have <laughs> had the job without the school, I feel like, because you already had your own network. Um, and also, do you think, like, for example, Hong Kong, is it because you know them? because you met them previously, or also because you already had work experience because you were doing movies since nine? Um, you mean when I... Why I, I could go to Hong Kong? Yeah, no, so I'm, yeah, I think for me, it's interesting because um, no, many times we're like, okay, go to university and then yeah. the university helps you to find internship and stuff. I feel like in your case, you found it yourself in the sense... You don't have your own natural art, you know, network. You made it yourself, and you also developed your own skills before the school. Mm -hmm. And do you think is it? Yeah, that's why you managed to find jobs very easily. I think so. Yeah, in a in a way, I think it's a mix of um, having this already this kind of um, um, background, and also I think. Because that's how art works, <laughs> especially in Switzerland. Um, it's thanks to the people you know, the contacts you, you know. Mm. And um, I had this, I have this very, very good friend, and he knew I was, I was looking for a job, and he, he had this contact, you know, in Hong Kong. And so he told me, so my sister, she, she runs um, a film company in Hong Kong, so would you, would you like to be inter intern there? Because I know you, you were looking for an internship. And I said, okay, yeah. And so I, I apply. And then they and then they saw what I did and then they they chose me so and I went there and that's how art works you know I think still now I think everywhere you know if you want to get somewhere you don't need to be only talented you need to have also the good contacts and to and have a good notebook and and this kind of stuff you know because it will help you a lot <laughs> surviving in this jungle you know so and and you already had like projects that you did that you can show you mean uh, when i went when i went to hong kong yeah yeah sure of course yeah and i i i, I had my school projects of course mm. that i found very <laughs> very so yes it's very typical school projects i did and uh, some editings i also did and um, i think yeah i think i think also because it's for internships so they look they were looking for someone to willing to learn Mm. And so they also chose me because I had this a, a little bit of background and I could still learn. Okay. And I learned so much when I was in Hong Kong. So it was my first time in a movie in the film industry, in the movie industry. You no, know? I mean I mean working for videos. I never did it before, and I've been learning so much in in such a couple of months. So yeah. that was also a very good school for me. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I one thing I noticed as well from your website is uh, I have it here. Um, that yeah, you say you you studied in art school, but you learn much more just working <laughs> in Hong Kong, in Geneva, yeah, everywhere. I found it interesting. Like, why? Like, why do you think you learn so? I mean, I mean, it's an obvious question, but for me, it's interesting. Like. You'll, or maybe let me turn it around. But what has the art school brought 
<clears throat> I think art school brought me. Um, that's why I went back to in Geneva in, into another art school. Our school brought me what work in the uh, in the working you know um, uh, in the working field. Um, our school brought me what uh, working in real life didn't brought me. So that means this um, this very um, film uh, film lovers uh, uh, atmosphere. Because of course, in, in my goal in the long term is to is to is to make feature films, you know, for the move for the movie theaters and uh, or the cinemas, like the, things like this. And hopefully, uh, when you are in art school, you can dream, like uh, because you learn how to work in the film industry. I mean, I, when I'm in films for you know film that we watch on, on Netflix or that we watch at the movie theaters, and um, we also. Something that every every filmmaker says, which is true, is that our school is where you make great contacts, really. Mm-hmm. And I met so fantastic people and so fantastic technicians too, who helped me to make my films and and um, especially especially for uh, feature films, uh, things like this, you know. And that's the thing I I liked. And also the other cool things I, I learned at, in art school is all this uh, history of movie making. The history of art, you know, mm. um, it was like um, it, it was like the the art uh, lessons when you had in high school, but yeah. in in a, in a premium way, you know. And that's the thing I also really like it, you know, um, when I was in art school. Okay. So, and I think yeah, one thing you keep saying, which I found interesting, is about network, knowing people, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et um, Maybe we can speak a bit about it because I, for me it's interesting. But like you know, I know I, actually our example is a good example of of, of contacts, <laughs> and we had a good project. We'll speak about it. But maybe in general, you know, in 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 my world, like you know, you like youth social entrepreneurship, youth empowerment. I always say to people as well, like. Uh, meet people the more people you meet you will get opportunities and uh, so it's true like everywhere maybe in your case like you know when you meet people in festivals like how you know like what do you tell them so that they want to hire you and send you to Hong Kong for example or remember you Um, I think um, to start it's just becoming friends you know Mm. and um Sometimes there are kind of people, so they become my friends and they know what I do. They they know my, and I know their personality. They know my personality and they know, they know what I want to do. They want, they know my goals, and so that's why they recommend. They make recommendations for me, you know. In other cases, like um, it's it's just that. So for example, I met a fantastic guy in in Zurich because of friends to my school. So I made uh, some uh, filming experience in Zurich. You know, we were just filming in a movie studio, you know, in a green screen uh, movie, big movie studio with a lot of stuff. And there was a random guy. He he came and he was saying with with a Swiss German accent that he wanted he needed a film editor who can understand French because he he had to edit something in French. He just came here randomly like this, and I said, "Yeah, I said if you're serious, uh, I told him if you're serious, yeah, I can help you." And just for we we had this first contact. You know, for a little job, then we we became friends, and uh, thanks to him, I could edit you know more f- film mm. stuff into this kind of uh, uh, fiction film way, and that's how I kind of contact work like this. Or, for example, too, like um, 
the goal of a filmmaker, you know, is that is that um, is to have its movie, you know, show everywhere. And of course, when I had my first short film, Open Mind, when it was premiered and screened in many many film festivals, I met so many people too, who they 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 saw what I, what we did and they really enjoyed, you know, and they recommend and. It it makes the, the 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 conversation easier, you know. So I, I was mm. less afraid to ask them. Ah, oh, you know, maybe I'm looking for an actress or something like this. Maybe can can you help me, you know, finding someone? And so, because they are in, already in the field, so they could uh, bring me to new ways. So that's yeah. how that's why it works. I really like it what you said. Become friends first. So it's really not about having expectations or meeting someone and like, okay, this person is this person. I can get this from this person or here's what I do. But it's more making friends, mm -hmm. making un like people understanding what they want to achieve like in life. And then if, you know, it's aligned, they will contact you again, ask you for a small gig. If they like what your work, they will call you again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. And, and maybe before we speak about open-minded, because for me it's, I want to speak about open-minded. It's, it's here on my list. Um, one thing I noticed about you is not only, and I've seen that in Vietnam, but I, I see that almost all the time, is either by photo, because you also take very beautiful pictures or video, you always try to help people in the sense, you know, in Vietnam there was this girl who was doing... Uh, like uh, how it's called free hugs in the oh, street yeah, yeah. and you are like ah, I can make a video for you even me I was telling you hey I'm struggling with the video for the learning hub can you give me some tips and you are like no worries I'll do it for you <laughs> so yeah. I feel like and I know you don't do it because you expect something but I felt like you do it and maybe yeah it, I mean it's like you do it and it will just come back to you But you don't expect it. You, it just happens because you are nice to people. You give first. But is it something uh, you notice as well? Like you just yeah. want to support people. Um, um, some people say maybe I'm too too kind. <laughs> I'm too nice. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yes, he is. <laughs> so, 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 some people told me that maybe it's a bit dangerous because I'm too nice and I. I can't say no. You know, sometimes and I. I don't know. I think it's a mix of. I how to explain this I when it comes with a, when it comes with a very good intention you know uh, in a very in a with, a with a very good you know um, uh, 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 with a very good vibe for example with you you know and I knew because you're because you're you you you're very you're a very good friend for me you know and I knew you you were struggling you know making a video and uh, for me it was like I I wanted to make it because uh, for just because I, I think just because I love it's a mix of because I love making films and a, big, a mix of because I wanted to help you and a mix because of I wanted to discover again Vietnam you know all the things like this and I It wasn't the first time, you know, in Vietnam. Also here, like um, I was helping. Like sometimes, I there, there are some there are they were they were a group of kids. Um, they have like a, a dancing crew, you know, and they just asked me if um, I could help them making a video, you know, and I and I said yes. I don't know why because I I think I saw myself in them, like I saw myself in you, you know, struggling before, and I I, I wanted to be. 
in a way I wanted to be the person I, I, I dreamed to meet you know someone that, mm. who can help me and also because um, this person I dreamed to meet I, I met also met when I was when I was younger when I was learning I always had like a, like a teacher or I always had like someone who came and who gave who, who gave me a big gift you know so so big I was so embarrassed you know how to say thank you and they just told they, they just told me it doesn't matter just mm. enjoy and just become just pursue your career you know like you know like a Clint Eastwood and like a cowboy you know and they just they just say yeah yeah <laughs> never mind just, just go you know <laughs> and I think they inspired me and that's why I I also want to be this cowboy you know this kind of pirate mm. cowboy I just came I just come somewhere uh, I help because I, I because I like I like people and then when it's done I just I just go with my horse hey, goodbye <laughs> never mind <laughs> you know I think I have this kind of uh, this, of this kind of, I this kind of spirit I think would you say yes to everyone who asks you I mean obviously not but what would you I mean in my case you said yeah you I mean, we are good friends you wanted to rediscover Vietnam etc mm-hmm. but I wonder like for people you don't know or don't know much what will make you How do you know that the people who ask you are a bit like you, younger? Um, I think I, I think I calculate um, unconsciously uh, the potential of um, things I can learn. You know, mm. making this like so many people, um, so many. P- I made several dancing, you know, videos for for friends in uh, in Switzerland, and for example. Dancing video is something um, I really like. I really like to make. You know, I like moving pictures. I like uh, choreographies, and uh, and I the potential for me to have fun in this project was so high that mm. so I accept. You know, I did accept, and uh, and also and also because I saw in those person that I, they they won't fool me. They 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 are not here to you know to suck my energy and my mm. time. You know, and um, that's it too. And of course. Especially nowadays and uh, these times, I tend to, I, I I try to force myself to say more no, because of course I'm working full time and uh, so, uh, time is is becoming a bit more rare, you know. Um, so I try to to manage uh, where where should I bring the good the, the best energy mm. for this kind of projects. So, yeah, yeah, it's. Um Interesting, yeah, because I feel like it's both on the project side, so what can you learn, and also on the person. I really like, like, is this person trying to fool me, <laughs> trying to suck all your energy? Is there any, I don't know, indicator when you're like, okay, this person is trying to <laughs> steal all my energy, or is really just it's. Yeah, it's not a science. It just depends on people. Not science. I think it's about experience, and or maybe I'm too naive. I, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they will recognize themselves. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. But but the thing, I notice more this kind of attitude when it comes to um, jobs. For example, I have some. I think like uh, like every filmmakers, you know, when they start, you know, there there is always a job 
from someone who has uh, contacts and money and they want to hire you saying, yeah, it's a big event. So you were filming this. I need you for this, 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 mm. this, this, this. At the end, they say, of course, like every freelancer, you know, they say at the end, oh, well, I don't have budget for you, but, um, but uh, what you will, what you will get is just visibility. You know, <laughs> you know this. You know it became yeah. so common that now it's uh, you know it's a uh, it it's a meme now right now, and um, of course I I did suffer from this, and now I notice I can notice more. I think because in these kind of jobs, um, the potential of um, making money with um, nothing is more obvious than personal projects mm. um, that I do. So now I'm more aware of this kind of people who are just you know uh, who just don't have um, they want they want you to they want one one thousand percent of you and and they, they just pay you like twenty uh, percent you know of your of, of yourself and uh, now I, I I think I I notice very well this kind of uh, this kind of products and I yeah I just. Yeah, I just try to run away from them, no, mm. no. like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, interesting. Maybe on that, like, cause it's something true for graphic designers. For, yeah, every for freelancer. Yeah, yeah, every freelancer. Not, not not only artists, you know, because my my father is um, my father he runs a company, a very little company, you know, uh, with machines that that uh, write. Uh, dates and things and and, and 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 stickers, you know, on on products, and it's the same when he started. He told me it's the same. And thanks to my father, I learned so much in this mm. kind of business too. And also, with all my other friends who who may who sew clothes or who just build things in wood or you know things like this. I think that's that's the thing that happened to every um um to every artist uh, to to every creative people, you know, even intra- in, even intra- entrepreneur, you know. So mm. yeah. And you know when I don't know they say you will have visibility. Mm-hmm. Is it because I guess maybe in these things you don't learn a, m- a lot? Maybe conditions are bad. But the visibility part is it also bullshit, or is it like how? Because I don't know, like theoretically, like for example, like big company and you are the filmmaker. Does it actually help you? Would yes, and no. Um, because I've been making so many f- uh, stuff like this, you know, before mm. when I started. Um, um, of course, when when you when you are hired, you know, to do like this, you 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 can't control everything. And uh, the person who will control more or the most of the project is the one who hire you, you know, like the manager. Mm. And sometimes, the I think, in my opinion, they have this ability to control this visibility. And uh, and um, sometimes you, I think, it's about luck. But I've been doing so much. I, I gained much more visibility by doing things properly by honest people. Mm. Than doing uh, things for free for 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 yeah, for jerks, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. I, I, there is something I can't explain. You know, it's about karma. But uh, so many, so many, so many freelancers they will they will say. I think they will they will tell the same. Okay. Because I've been discussing with other other freelancer, and sometimes it's very bullshit. You know, they just tell tell, tell you about visibility. But yes, of course, people they see your work, but some. Um, But sometimes nothing happened after. Yeah, and nothing happened. Yeah, you said you you've mm-hmm. done it so many times and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, I think it's really hard, you know, in this world because, of course, um, living from your creativity is really hard in Switzerland. Um, much more than on in, I think, other countries. I have I have this feeling, you know, and um, so everybody wants to keep this place, you know, and it's also so it's also it's also so easy, you know, to abuse of this because mm-hmm. ah, you can you you can live from your art, you know, so make this thing free for me because. You know, mm. and so it, I think for every every creative people, every freelancer in, into art, it's uh, the the very big challenge in the first like three four years is to prove people that um to prove to people that uh, what you do is a is a real job, mm. and that you, you can't you really can't uh, accept this kind of uh, bullshit thing about visibility. Yeah, you know when I, when I go, <laughs> I think I think you know when. Uh, when I go to buy like a croissant like a, or bread, you know, and, um, I, I always want to pay uh, for the for the baker because I know the work he do, he does, and I want people to be the same for me. Mm. I, I won't say to to a baker, ah, I, I buy a croissant, but uh, but I will give you visibility, you know. <laughs> no, I don't want. No, no, I want to be honest, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, very good point. I think. Yeah, no, I start to. I mean, I think yeah, in, in France, like more and more people are trying to make this more public. That mm-hmm. is actually something that happens all the time. Yeah. And every, every country, every, every country. country yeah. yeah, it's international, this thing. So, yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, coming back to your art, your work, uh, let's speak about open minded. And since we have the camera as well, before I speak about it, let's show it. Okay, that was open-minded. Uh, <laughs> cool. So <laughs> I wanted to... Uh, yeah, it's very weird because we didn't see open-minded, but you saw it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, about open-minded, I think, let, let's take this as example, maybe to explore more what is your work, what is your vision, and everything about filmmaking and the film industry. Uh, before we start, maybe for <laughs> those who listen... Can you explain a bit, open-minded, the, the, your short movie, what it is about? Mm-hmm. And then I, I have a lot of more questions. <laughs> well, um, it happens, I think, in um, opportunity. Um, of course, I'm a film lover, so my goal is to make uh, feature films and short films and short films and short films and telling stories, you know, and... Um, I had this freelance job with uh, with this um, uh, NGO, and I was very lucky because the, this NGO they have total trust on me, and they say yeah for our next um, campaign we want to make um, we want to make a, a, a video project and, and we let you uh, total control of the creativity and I say oh, cool, and I of course I love telling stories so I wrote a movie. I wrote a short film, and I could manage with them with the budget they give me to to keep like a director's cut version, like a movie version of the of what I did, of what I did for them. So that and that's how Open Mind appeared. So, and so they have a, a little budget so for for this movie. So I wanted to make uh, because of thanks to this, I wanted to make things properly. So I had an actress, Naomi Margot. I had uh, I had a little team. I could have all the expense covered, which is something super nice. You know, super when when it's the first time of, um, you make a film, you can have all the expense covered 
it's so it's like a, it's a paradise you know you could go you can you can have proper dinner for the team you can have proper mm. transportation for the team you know and i could also hire like a sound sound designer to make the sound i could hire like a sound mixer to make them that to, to make the mix the final mixing and um, the the craziest thing for this movie is that uh I really wrote the script super quick, you know. It came very super quick on on, on my mind, and uh, um, making this movie was so was like a amusement part, you know. It was, it was so fun making this movie, and so quick, and so this film is so short, you know. It's only four minutes, and but the the impact it had in my career uh, in my in in my career because it was really the first time for me also to make a proper short film was so so big you know at this time mm. I mean it was the first time I made a short film properly it was the first time I made everything properly I was just imitating all the film directors I saw yeah. and and this movie went to so so hey, in many film festivals worldwide you know it went to 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 the USA went to Germany went to France I went to Paris to present this movie uh, this movie won a prize in Zurich and uh, I can I could show it, it went to it went to theaters it, it has a national premiere in theaters in, in Switzerland so it was everything happened so fast it was so cool really and the, the, yeah it really gave me like a, like a more confidence in making movies uh, I think this movie really give me this um, the, this energy to make more short films and to have more confidence in myself yeah and what did you want to share through Open Minded um, <clears throat> I think I wanted to share. Um, I can't. I think I, based on what people say, you know, they, and based on what I saw with a lot of uh, distance, you know. So some people say that I, I have like uh, this uh, hardworking mindset, and also this crazy, this crazy uh, temperament, you know. And I really wanted to express this, you know, for a movie, and I like um, as I told you. As I told you at, at the beginning of, of, the, of this uh, of this show, you know, I told you that I'm I'm the kind of person I always set a goal, you know, far from me, mm. and I wanted to translate this in in this movie. So the, in the in the beginning, so this girl has a has a uh, has a goal in her mind, and she does everything, you know, to to reach it, even if even if she crazy things happen to her, even if her doctor says no, she keeps having this goal in mind and she keeps just doing it, you know. Even if it, even if it sounds stupid, you know, but the way she she has she she has dedication, she has love to 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 go to chase this this goal. She's doing it, and that's what I wanted to show. It's about dedication, about hard work, about you know passion. That's it. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, do you know when you write the script? Do you? So here you were thinking, okay, people describe describe me like this. So I want to reflect that on the movie do you also think about like how do you want the audience to feel as well mm. yeah, I think I just I, in the first when I wrote the first line of Open Mind I wanted the audience to feel how crazy she is mm. because of course this movie is a bit crazy it's a bit it's a bit of fantasy you know and I I think the first one I wanted to sh to, to, to make the audience feel is uh, a, a crazy universe, like something they 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 don't see 
every day, you know. Mm. And this surprise thing at the end, you know, I, re I really want the, I want the audience to, to be like shocked, you know. <laughs> and having this message, you know, this, this message yeah. and saying like, oh, welcome, this is my, this, this, is, this is how I make films, you know. And um, some film directors I met and they were my mentors, you know, they told me that uh, um, short films is always, is, is short films you, you make in your career, You have to consider them as a lab, as a lab, a laboratory to make your future feature film. And the first short films you do, they will, it will be like your business card. Mm. And so, and because I had 100% control in this movie, they were not, they, 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 they were not uh, producers who told me not to do things not to do. I wanted to make something very uh, pure from my. Um, something really pure from what I think and from my universe, you know, so mm. crazy, something a bit crazy, joyful, a bit creepy, but at, always with a happy ending, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Can you share a bit, like, the whole process? So you shared a bit the beginning, so from how it started, that you had a team, etc. Can you share, I know the whole process, like, from the moment where, okay, you start filming, Then the moment it's done, then you edit, then how does it happen to be in festival and movie theater, and then what happens after? Yeah, um, of course, but I think it's, it's too long to explain, but... Um, We have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I try to summarize because otherwise, um, you know, they, I will explain terms audience will, they won't they won't understand, mm. but... Of course, there is this part of pre-production, so writing, storyboarding, hiring people, organizing everything. It, this takes like free, a lot of time, you know, much more than filming. Then there's filming. So we had like three days of filming, shooting this movie. Um, three days, we went everywhere, many places, and uh, we just shot. So we just come to a place, we put the camera, and I just tell the instruction to the actress and she just play you know and after that when everything is uh, is wrapped so post-production is a long process so there's the editing the the, the editing part uh, which went quite quick because I because I have a very big background in film editing so I enjoy editing my own movies mm -hmm. and But of course, when you edit, so you need to, it's not only editing, you know, the post-production, there's also color grading, there's also sound mix, sound design, things like this. So it was also having a lot of, giving a lot of time to, to contact the good people to do this kind of job, you know, this also finding a music composer, taking time to, to, to put the right colors for the movies. And when everything is done, It's also another part which takes also so many times is the distribution. So how you sell the movie, so how you send to the film festival. And I learned everything by myself and also thanks to other filmmakers I met. So I had to subscribe into film, festival, film festival's platform and to look for film festivals I wanted to send my movie and to save money <laughs> because when you send a movie to a film festival you have to pay sometimes especially the film festivals in America, in America either it's very expensive mm. so yeah I have to save money I think I spent like 1,000 francs <laughs> um, sending open mind to film festival 
So 1,000 francs, it's around... I think it's around 900 euros. Okay. Yeah, 850 euros, something like this, okay. around this. So, which is a lot of... I mean, 1,000 francs from my own, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was working in besides to save money and then to send and to send Open Minds to Film Festival. Without contact, without help, without, you know, a producer or without a distributor, um, which was a long way. But I was learning so much by myself. And I discovered by and I discovered that okay, it's good to to do everything by yourself. I made open mind practically I think eighty percent all by myself, this movie. I mean in terms of I think in terms of techniques, you know. Mm. And but I also learned by the time that it's good to have a team, really. Like uh, like the movie I'm pre I'm, produ I'm pre producing right now the new short film I have um it's it's a produced movie you know so I have a, I have producers and it's so much relaxing and so much more efficient when you have a when you have a team working mm. with you so yeah and um, so how long is the whole process from everything you described it's like half a year more <clears throat> no I think. Pre-production for Open Mind was um, started in early June. We shot the movie in August, yeah, and post-production was until October, early October, and from October to January, I've been sending to film festival, so checking calendars when this festival mm -hmm. opens and then sending, sending, paying, sending, paying, sending, paying, sending, you know. So yeah, and each festival has a I guess has a specific schedule. Theme, so you cannot send yeah. to every. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. You have to choose. It's a it's a, it's it's um it's a it's a very very brand new uh, job, you know, um, mm. sending films to festival. It's uh, when when a f when a film company has money and budget, so they just hire the distributor, and those people they know oh. what kind of film festival is suitable for your movie, what land, and uh, uh, they know by heart the schedules and all the things like this, and they know okay if I send your movie here, it has a good chance to be selected and to win a prize. So, but it costs money, of course. And uh, yeah, Cannes is a festival also. Yeah. It's it's the same principle, yeah. So you can by yourself go to Cannes and to and send your movie. You you just pay the fee, which is a bit expensive, but you can just, <laughs> you just pay the fee for Cannes and you wait. So okay, for months before you have this uh, email saying, oh, your movie is not selected. You know, oh, or selected. Of course, because Cannes is very famous, the, the chance your movie can be selected is very is not big as a small festival, mm. of course, and. Uh, And maybe to come back on the awards, I find it interesting because you won so many awards with this movie, but in general, even <laughs> our movie that we speak a lot about and I will come back, but we won the best corporate video at the <laughs> Liverpool International Film Festival, my proudest moment. <laughs> but what, yeah, like what, maybe why is it important To, to have awards or to send movies to festival and do you need to do that with every movie that you um, do I think there's not the good the best way you know to there's not the perfect way mm. to um, to show your work to other people but when you make a movie um, it's always good to that your movie is screened worldwide and 
as I told you, because a short film is a is a is a lab is a lab experiment. Um, sending your movies and if they get selected, just selected at film festival, um, you can already meet. Um, you can attract attract potential investors, you know, for your movie. A potential mm. potential like um, a potential producer, potential. Um, uh, investors, potential, you know, pre- or, 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 or also potential people, technique people, tech people who will help you making this movie. So, um, and as I told you, so because Open Mind was, um, was selected to many film festival, it really make make my um, it really make my way easier to meet people and to mm. find other people to help me in other in other, in other movie. Like um, like the producers I met for um, making my movie, I'm the movie I'm writing right now. So okay, yeah. And like you said, you presented Open Mind in Paris during a festival. Yeah. yeah. Like so, what happens during like the festival? Like they screen all movies and they invite the director and you share something. Um, in this festival, yeah, because they, because they have a lot of movies, so your your movie in competition is in um in a sector. Like in the, it had its, its schedule, you know, yeah. and so my movie was screened in, uh, in on a Saturday afternoon, I think. So they screen your movie, and then um, for the audience to watch, and then after that there is the the night ceremony award. So they come and they they speak, they make a speech, and they they say they just present what movie won an award, and then yeah. That's it, okay. and then you, then you have a you have an apéro a buffet with, uh, and then you can meet other mm. film directors and uh, and producers, and that's very interesting. And uh, yeah, but it's very similar to startup yeah. Pitch event. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think it's very similar to every kind of um, meeting stuff, you know. And uh, it's it's the same, you know, for yeah. art galleries or for exhibition for other things like this, you know, in uh, architecture things like this. Mm. It's the same. It's 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 just a hub of. Where every creative people they meet together and to they exchange and they and they present their work and yeah yeah I think th- for me I think the, um, of course it's 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 very it's very uh, beautiful when you have a award but the thing which is more um, which is more I think the thing which is more uh, it's, which is better much better than an award is just people you met at film festival and mm. how they will bring you to other to other world you know, to, into other um, other products you know thanks to them and that's something great you know that's why just even being selected at a film festival is already good yeah so then you go there eat the apéro and meet a lot of people mm-hmm. <laughs> sure <laughs> and um, yeah I, so and, and how did the if we come like you said also your movie was premiered at the theater movie theater it's also the same process, like you pitch it to movie theater, and then uh, no, this this thing it was thanks to an association and thanks to an association in Switzerland, which is called Bascour, Bascour, and they promote um, short films because you know to nowadays and short films they are just uh, unfortunately they are just lab experiment, you know, for for filmmakers to make feature film mm. but before I mean in um, I think before the, um, uh, before 2000 the year 2000 um, see the movie theaters they used to to screen short films before before a feature film mm. and this association they want to bring back this um, this this habit you know to uh, to movie theaters so every sorry sorry 
So every, <laughs> no so every year they choose some they, they choose some short films if they like it so they would they screen it they screen them just before a feature film and uh, thanks to them so Open Mind was one of the films selected and, uh, and so and I had to to yeah to adapt this movie for for big for movie theaters and it was great you know so we with the, with the actress Nami Margot so we went to watch a Hollywood movie and uh, and we had this privilege to 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 have to watch Open Mind just before the movie which is great you know and and you know and it was they um, they 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 had contact with more with more than one hundred you know um, uh, screen rooms in Switzerland so. I know that Open Man was screened, you know, more than one, one more than two two hundred times or more than three hundred times, you know, in uh, in season, which is super cool. Yeah. Really. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like the dream of every filmmaker. Yeah, sure, yeah. And now the next step is to make a feature film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you said a bit like your style is a bit crazy, a bit joyful, a bit creepy, but with happy ending. I think everyone who follows you <laughs> knows that you are a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, maybe like, um, how would you describe your style? And also maybe, yeah, why? I, I love what you say, like filmmakers are creating stories. But why do you create stories? Like, do you have a goal? Like maybe what what... I don't know. Is there any messages you want to convey through your stories or anything that, you know, a bit like your philosophy of filmmaking? <clears throat> um, I think... Um, how to explain this? Um, instinct... Mm, without thinking about it, you know, I think that when, uh, when I met the first, my first two short films, they speak about the same topic, you know. Um, how much can you, can you go for something you love? You know? mm. and, and that's something I wanted to express, you know. Uh, and when, when, I, when, when, I, when I see the work of uh, every, particularly every, most of filmmakers, their first movies, it, they always talk about something personal, you know. And, and for me, yeah. I think you can create the most powerful stories based on something you 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 live, you know, and uh, that's it. So I think because I'm a hardworking person, and I tend to always reach goals, something like this. So I want to share. I want to share to people um, that um, you can get crazy by reaching your goals, but it's something that worth it. But it's worth it, you know. Mm. And so it is something I want to share. In the, the the next movie, the next movie I want to um, I want uh, I I'm trying to uh, the next movie I'm, I'm pre-producing right now is more about something social. You know, it's about something that really impact me, and I am expressing my point of view about uh, about uh, in a dystopic way. You know, in a in a in a in a, in a parallel world. You know, mm. in a dystopic way where where the, the this capitalism thing, um, this capitalism um, um, society can do to to people uh, to and play with the with the lives of, of uh, other people, you know. And also on the movie I'm writing right now is um, is a, is a movie about something as, uh, about a witch, 
and she's creating like her own ingredient with natural products and she and 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 um and a pharma a big pharmaceutical you know uh, industry wants to buy her you know and she's struggling you know with it so i'm always trying to i i, I think i just i just watch i just uh, watch everything i write everything i watch you know i think it's uh, it's just um, how i think and i i, I find injustice you know something mm-hmm. not uh, not fair and i just write movies about it so yeah no yeah. I, i really love it yeah i said it again before but yeah for me video is a most imp- powerful way to convey messages So I'm so happy that you <laughs> want to convey messages on social environmental issues. So yeah, I can't wait to see this. Uh, yeah, but I make it on my way, you no know, crazy yeah. way. Because I, um, of course, um, I think when you when you are a filmmaker, when you're a film director, you 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 have to be engaged, you know, to something. It's a kind of religion, you know. Filmmaking is a kind of religion, mm. and you have to bring a message because. Um, For me, there's no there's no sense just making a movie without uh, without goal, you know. Um, when you when you watch like uh, I'm very active on my Instagram, I like making these short videos. I always try to 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 to, to bring a message, even if I make the craziest thing <laughs> ever. I always try to bring a message for me because it's really it's really important, you know. And uh, all the friends I know who are filmmakers, they always they always. We are we are all dedicated in what mm. we do. We all want to bring a message against something we find not fair, you know. And um, yeah, maybe I'm not I'm not outside on the street um, sh- or sh- shouting with uh, signs, uh, you know. But my way to 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 be engaged is to make movies. Mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, everyone is very interesting because. I have a lot of friends who don't know you, but they still follow you on Instagram because they found you. <laughs> and they always say when I speak about you, yeah, he, I love his videos. His videos, you know, make you so happy <laughs> every time. So I think it's also a good, a good thing about your videos. It's a bit crazy. It makes people happy. It brings joy. So I really love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I... I think because I... For me, you know, uh, how to explain this? Making people laugh is something I I really like to do when I was young. You know, the first the first stupid movies I made with my friends is always mm-hmm. comedy, because I know that uh, making people laugh is something very. I love how you can communicate with um, by laughing, mm. and that's why I I I tend to have this um, I have this way of making films. And they have this young, this fresh spirit, and um, and you always want to have a smile, you know, when you watch it, yeah. you know. Even uh, the movie I'm writing right now is uh, has a very um, has a very um, a dramatic background, you know. It's about uh, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil, okay, right now, <laughs> but I just want to say, tell you that it's a it's a very common and dramatic um, background and very serious in mm. But I make a comedy, a dark a dark comedy about it. Because for me, as I told you, laughing people they will. My goal is that um, I want people when they watch my movie, they first they laugh and they find it stupid, you know. Even they find it dumb, you know. I don't care if, uh, if they find my, my, my work dumb, but I want. Um, my goal is that they, they they first the first thing they laugh and the, then they they think they just think and they, and they they notice like okay, okay, so it's not very, it's not very stupid as as it look, mm. you know. So that's. 
that's how I want to communicate my message, you know. And one thing I noticed is, I mean, I think all your videos have always been a bit crazy, at least since I know you. And uh, yeah, I love it. And yeah, um, like we discussed about it before also, but you, 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 now you show your face more and more in the videos, mm -hmm. doing crazy stuff. And yeah. before, I felt like it wasn't the case. <laughs> C can you explain a bit this this progression? So, um, yeah. So when I was a when when I was a kid, I I uh, I used to play in my own movies, you know, um, because I didn't have budget. <laughs> oh, I didn't have I didn't have much actors in the <laughs> in the time, but uh, um, I don't know because also. I when I when I was in f film school, I was uh, I also I also playing my movies because I I think it's because I I have this spirit of making all by myself, so I also film myself, and because also all the filmmakers I really admire, like um, Spike Jones, like Charles Chaplin, like uh, uh, like um, François Truffaut, or like uh, other other people. They all they they play in their movies, you know, and they enjoy it, you know, and uh, and I think uncon unconsciously, <laughs> me too, I want to play in my movies, and so after when I when I started making more um, serious movies, I I I want to focus more on directing, so that's why mm -hmm. I make a, there's a period of my, there's a period of time I I was just behind a camera, but um, on Instagram or other platform, I always enjoy. Showing my face because I considered I considered those content as a lab, and um, and I try to I think I try to accept more and more myself, and I think I'm I arrive in the, at uh, at a moment I want to assume <laughs> that I I enjoy I just enjoy you know being in front of, of the camera, and um, yeah just show myself and just before because also another another reason why I didn't I didn't want to play and to show much of myself in front of the camera because I know. A lot of um, a, a lot of uh, actors, professional actors, mm. and I was a bit, you know, I have this shy thing of um, they will see me, they will maybe they will laugh at me because they are professional and me, mm. I'm not professional actor, and they will they will say maybe they will they will maybe they will be mad at me. Ah! And now I just, I'm just like okay, I don't give, a, I don't mind. I just want <laughs> I just want to have fun. It's, it's, finally it's just, it's just my own movie, so yeah. I just want to have fun with myself and and. I don't um, I don't know but, but um, my DOP friends my 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 DOP friends and also my many of my friends they always tell me that um I look good on camera I don't know because they are my friends or maybe they're I don't know if they're they, they, you look they, good they, on they camera <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it gives me confidence and that's why I, tr I play if they told me oh you, you, you really look like a shit on camera don't play so I I wouldn't play I think so but yeah. it's so interesting that you say you see your content as a lab Yeah, like, like, w what do you want to test? Like, for example, you, I don't know, you test a style or you test a new setting or you test yeah, yeah, everything, a style, editing, uh, effects, and uh, lighting, and um, I I really enjoy doing it on Instagram because um, all the contents you do on Instagram is very short, and because it's short, it's quick to do. Mm. And because it's, it's quick to do, so you can manage to make tests, and I can, and then I can produce, reproduce it on on 
more important projects. So, yeah. So my Instagram is like my lab. So if if you scroll my my my, my feed, you will see so so much style of video, you know, from uh, from slow motion, cre- uh, mm. cheesy slow motion things, and to trying to uh, making color adjustment color color correction things and trying different lightings or trying green screen things you know so it's it's just my lab and i know that on i don't know why but on my vimeo it's like my my vimeo channel it's like my um uh, portfolio it's like my resume so i want it to be i want it to be very uh, proper but for me, my Instagram is like my amusement park, you know. So I I don't mind. <laughs> so I just I just put anything I I do randomly, and uh, that's why there's a lot of videos of me on my Instagram, and also a lot of random video, but more experimental things. So yeah. But it's so interesting. It's like it reminds me a lot of startups again. But you know, before you have an actual product that people want to buy, you need to test a lot of things. You test whether I don't know this feature work or this option in the app works or this works and in the end you put everything that works into your final product and i think for you the same like okay this slow motion worked here i might use it for a future movie or this or doesn't work okay or this work yeah then you bring everything you put it then you have your movie on vimeo yeah i think because i think because we started things it's in filmmaking things is um it's about creativity mm. you know and when you when when it's about bringing creative people together they always need a um, a, a playing ground you know <laughs> a testing ground you know and mm. before releasing it on a on a proper on a proper um, uh media you know yeah i think no no so interesting i never thought about it this way i i that's really cool mm-hmm. um yeah, I wanted to come back on what you said. It's very interesting when we think about filmmakers, we generally think about the person who's filming uh, like a movie. But you said like the whole process is like six months and the filming for Open Minded was three days. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it's so interesting, you know, for people who don't know much about movies, there's like so much planning and then so much things that happen after the movie. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's. Is it? I mean, is it? Some, it's something. I mean, it may, maybe it's like a super beginner question, but it's something that you al- always knew. Um, yeah, because um, because this movie was, I mean, the the short film of Open Mind was on my own, mm. so I was the only one who came, who could decide the deadlines. Um. I think if it if it was for a commission movie, you know, like uh, like advertising, it it would be so much faster, you know, okay. because can they want their projects very quick, and so there's a there's another thing is that when it comes about fiction movies, it takes much more time. Mostly, yeah, but it takes much much more time, and I knew some people they they make short films of ten minutes, fifteen minutes in the. Post-production takes one year. It depends on of the um, on the motivation, on the deadlines, mm-hmm. or in and, and, and for sure it depends on the budget. You know, they could and I could make it. I could make the 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 process of open mind much more faster. But 
it was the first time for me for everything. So I took my time to learn everything. Mm. So everything I did could take only like three months, you know. But I had to discover a sound designer, a sound mixer, a film festival. Mm. It took me time. And also to raise money by myself it took, took time for me, you know. So yeah. that's why it took around five, six months, the whole process. Okay. And yeah, the good thing for, also the good thing for fiction film when it comes to film festival, it, it has like um, two years of um, of lifetime, you know. So, because uh, the we um, film festival, we always say that a film uh, a, a film you just released it has a lifetime for festival of two years. So, it means that in a, in a period of two years, you just send your movie to to film festival and then you see if um, if it works, you know. If your movie is successful, so it, it, it keep it keeps traveling, you know, and it can it can last like more than two years, like three, four, five years, it depends on the movie. So yeah, and so I guess with such long of short independent processes, but usually you know in in your daily life, how much different movies are you handling at the same time? <laughs> uh, right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say movies, but I will call them projects, you know. Mm. Um, of course, I am mixing my commission projects and my personal projects. Yeah. Um, I think it's good to, um, I think it's good to mix projects because um, working in a single project at the, at the same time, I think it would be uh, energy and time consuming. And I think to make your project very good, you need to you need to have some space, you know, some distance. Mm. So that's why the movie I'm writing right, I'm pre-producing right now. I'm mixing with another documentary about um, uh, about people from the immigration. Um, I'm, uh, I'm a, a, a documentary about this, the, this those people I'm directing right now, and with that, um, my other. Uh, my other projects as a freelance, you know, so I have yeah. like uh, this free for, I have like like free free for but uh, free for uh, projects in the same time yeah. in a row. It keeps me being in the flow. I think it's um, it motivates me. It's stimulating the, the brain. Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. Instead of okay, I lock myself one week in my room, finish mm-hmm. this project, the next one is good to have all these parallel projects. Yeah, initial creativity. I think no. I think everyone has its its own way mm. to mm, to work. You know, that's how I I work. I like okay. having a mix of projects. So, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to come back on the movie we did for Learning Hub just to share the story because I think it's representative of how you function and how you work. But yeah, basically, uh, so I was working in Vietnam for one year uh, for the Learning Hub. So it's like. A, collaborative space in Hanoi for like young change makers and we're like okay we need to make a video introducing the space <laughs> so we tried with our team it was so ugly <laughs> I think the video that, that gives you a headache because it's really really badly <laughs> filmed and then I was just like oh wait I know one filmmaker who's good <laughs> so let me ask him for some advice and, you know I just David, can you share like five tips for for us? Like I, I was struggling, and then I know we just talked. You were like, "I'm going to Hanoi, actually. I will do it for you." I'm like, "Oh my god!" And 
Then in the team, we're like, okay, how much could we pay him? And then it was such a ridiculous amount. And then David was like, on his cowboy, like, uh, like a cowboy. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'm too expensive anyway. <laughs> no, just because of you. Because I know you there. So that's why I came, really. Yeah. No, but that's, uh, <laughs> for me, it was such a good experience as mm. well to see how you work, how it works. Mm. Again, yeah, I, I learned so much just looking at you, how you do everything. First time I saw a recorder in my life to record the sound. And yeah, you arrive, I remember. Um, the whole thing, I mean, the A to Z of the video lasted two weeks. We arrived, we did a quick pre-production, three days. In one day, we recorded everything. Yeah. And then you edited for one week and a half. Yeah, one week and a half, yes. Yes, nonstop. It was super challenging. <laughs> no, and I think I think it was so good, so good because um, everyone everyone was in so much dedicated in this in this movie. It was so well organized. You're, no, really, I was so amazed by you know, shooting could take like two days or three days, you know, but we did everything in one day. We had we we had such a great team mm. with some with people with who had like simple indication, but they, they did very so great, you know. And I think because we also spent. Uh, both of us, we spend time preparing everything, you know, properly. Yeah, I think that's why we went we were so efficient, you know, and I had time to make my test and things like this. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think it was great. And again, yeah, you said last for open minded, you had hundred percent of decisions. Mm -hmm. And me too, I was like, well, okay, I trust this guy. I know I love all his videos, so I will also give him hundred percent creative freedom. <laughs> and I think every, in the end, like everyone was, I think it was the best video we ever saw, <laughs> I, I've ever seen, and it got the best corporate video at Liverpool International Film Festival. Yeah. I, I, this I still cannot believe. It. I think it's a mix of everything. Yeah. Not really, because you also, I think I was also lucky because I knew I knew you, and uh, the spirit of the spirit of learning hub had a bit of, yeah, was sharing my spirit. Mm. Not really, and. Um, for me, it was the first time I was doing uh, like a stop motion video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a delay for this. And uh, it was like a risk for me. But I don't know why. I had I had this... Um, it was like a lab for me, you know, this mm. video. It was like a lab and I, I, I was like, oh, crap. I'm in, uh, in, I'm in another country, in yeah. another continent. I know no one and I want... Let's try. Let's try. Let's have fun, you know. And that's what we did. And... And just again, just, it was... It was it was also like... Um, a, it was a lot of trust also from you, from you yeah. guys. And I think also that's, that's something I learned that um, you have to get the trust to the people you, you, you work with to, to have the best results. It was the same for Upper Man, you know, because the, the NGO, they trusted me, you know, mm. at the end. And I think because both of us, you know, we prove ourselves in our ways. You no, know, I prove myself by making videos that you, that you saw, and also you prove yourself that in a, in a way that you achieve, you know, this uh, to get to the to 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 Hanoi and to meet those crazy people. So I think, yeah. uh, but it's interesting because yeah, I think the trust for me to you was in two ways. The first one is I trust that you will. I know I I knew that you were going to do your best. And then I knew you had the talent to make something amazing. I think for me, it's a mix of both. Because it could be, I trust you that you have the talent, but maybe I don't trust you that you'll do your best. Or maybe it's the opposite. I trust you'll do your best, but maybe you don't have 
Me too, you know, you can ask me to, sh- to do something. I have the best intention, but I don't have the talent, you know. But you had both, which was very important. Yeah. Nah, I think we were just, we were just, we were lucky. Yeah, yeah, no, it is a good match. And it was uh, a good match, really. It's like playing poker, you know. Yeah. Because even if you, you, you knew, um, you can have the most talented people, you know, but um, you have to... You have to be lucky. Yeah, there's something else than just talent. I think you have to get. I think you have to uh, to have this magic, you know. But that's what I that's what I told to um to an actor why I love making movies because not because um when 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 I'm on on a set and everything is so well prepared, you know, some well prepared but there's mm. no this, it's too clean and it, it this doesn't doesn't work, you know. For me, I, it has to. We have to. I have to have magic on my set, mm. and I think we had this magic, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I think why also. I think why also Open Mind had this uh, this very lovely career. I think because when we were shooting the movie, they they, they wear this magic that you can't find in uh, in other projects on or, or anywhere else. You know, it's like it's like a perfect relationship with you, you have with your partner. You know, there is mm. something magical that. Uh, the embrace you and this thing happened you you, you don't know you, don't, you you really don't know when it happened you had just i think you just have to trust your your you have to trust your your energy and your in in the team spirit and then this mag, this this magical thing happened so how would you, how would you say we can proactively try to create this magic i think i think you can You can call this magic thing proactively by just, I think, just being, just having, having dedication to what you do, loving something you, that, you, mm. that you do, and I think that's why I, that's why I came to Hanoi and I just make, I, I, I didn't, I didn't ask for anything, you know. I just had I think, I, at the end I just had my, I had I just had my scooter, yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. motor, my motorbike here. <laughs> I just I had this, you know. I, I think I, I told you, yeah. As long as I have a motorbike, I'm, I'm gonna have a happy. <laughs> yeah, so we're like, okay, sorry, we have no money, but we can lend you a motorbike. <laughs> I mean, that's the, just, I'm such a, you know, I'm such a kid, and I was so happy having this motorbike. Yeah, you know. I think I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect something in return. That's why the magic came, you know. And it's funny on that, yeah. He, I mean, he genuinely didn't expect anything, but now I know that. If one day I have budget for a filmmaker, I hire this guy <laughs> because I know he's the best, and I know in five, ten years he's like the best of the best in the world. Uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no. um, uh, yeah. So um, uh, maybe uh, for all those who are watching on YouTube, let's show the Learning Hub video. So yeah. that was the Learning Hub, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're related to um, the question I asked you when I was we were clueless with making a movie at Learning Hub but maybe just to close the filmmaking chapter because there's so many questions I want to ask you not related to movies but let's say I'm sure you inspired you will inspire so many people to you know shoot movies and stuff become filmmaker maybe <laughs> Or someone who wants to do it but don't know how to start, what yeah. would be some of your advice? Um, um, yeah, 
It's very, very simple. Just grab, just grab a camera, a random camera, and just make videos. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, really, no. That that will be my advice. Like, um, like if you really want to do it, like uh, if you really dedicate it, if you, re- it's really something you want to to have in your, you know, in 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 your bones. Just grab anything that can film, you know, and just tell a story. Um, because I've been reading like um. I've been reading a book about like uh, the, 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 this book was called like the best re, uh, the every the best steps every freelance they have to do so I, think I, re, I don't remember the title and there was a chapter which is called um, people they will they will not remember how you worked but they will remember the story you you told you tell you know and it's i think it's a very it's very 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 uh you can compare this to 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 movies because um people they will when they will watch a movie of course sometimes they will i i when i when i when i talk about movies with people you know i i i i see more people who will say they they will talk about the story of what they saw or they will talk about the sensation they 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 felt much more than the technical things or the things they 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 saw, and that's why I try to even if I'm a I'm a kind of nerd a geek I like you know having a nice picture I like you know um, playing with this um, video files and things like this I try to make things more storytelling because of course at the end people they will remember how they felt you know I think just like Nelson Mandela said I think. <laughs> Like people, they will yeah, they will remember what what you what you make them feel. Mm. So, so yeah, that's what would be my advice. Just have a nice story to tell, and you know, and just just start. So many people, so many people. I mean, I mean, I'm so so. I admire so much, you know, this community on TikTok or Instagram who can create so good stuff, you know, in just twenty seconds or fifteen seconds, and that's how it started, you know. Mm. That's how it started, and that's how. That's how every filmmaker started, I think, you know, and um, and when I saw so when I saw some masterclass of filmmakers and they say, they say all the same, you know, just grab a camera and just make a movie, because now it's so easy to make a movie, like uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like with a phone or everything, everything with a camera, we can make a movie, really. So yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, grab grab a camera, grab your phone, and. It's interesting because many times we are like, okay, what camera should I buy? Whatever, but you have it usually already in your pocket. Mm-hmm. It's already good. Yeah. And what you said, what you kept telling me before, but uh, yeah, that's like not the what you just said. The emotions are more important. What is the story rather than the quality of the mm-hmm. video? No, the sure, song. sure, and um, yeah, and of course. Of course, um, well, once you have made, once you've made your first, your like two, three first movies by yourself, um, try to show them to other people. <laughs> That's very important, you know, to show your work mm. on a place. And uh, if you want, if you really want to, if you have like a med- ambitions, yeah, just try to meet. Thanks to this, try to meet people in this in this industry in this field, you know, and try to make collaborations because it's always better when you work with other people um, when you work all by yourself it's good but you will I think like everyone you will you some, at the moment you will reach a top and you, you, you won't learn anymore 
So, are you still learning? Um, of course, yes. <laughs> Always, yeah. Okay. Oh, hopefully, I'm still learning. <laughs> Now, really, hopefully, I'm still learning because if I, if I don't learn anything, uh, nothing else more, why why should I? Mm. Why do I keep directing movies? You know, and um, yeah, I'm still learning, and I still want now to work with other people, okay. which is more, which is more more important. Really. Yeah. And maybe to come back quickly, I think you mentioned on the emotion side. I think it's so important, so interesting, and just to explore a bit this. Like on storytelling stories, but what would you say are like I don't know ingredients of a good story? Um, I would really I would uh, <laughs> I would I would say something very 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 uh, uh, like a film director, but I think setting something in the beginning, having having a beginning, having a middle, and having an end. You know, ending. Hmm. I think it's a very, very typical way to tell a story, you know. And um, I will also say, um, making a bit, making um, to make a great story, just just express what you have in your bones, what you have in mind. Um, just like yeah, just like Bong Joon Ho, you know, the guy who made Parasite. Yeah. Uh, he just when he won the Oscar, he he said, "Yeah, I I follow what Martin Scorsese advice said. Just uh, make something emotional from from your family souvenirs, and then it makes a great story. So every great story is come from your from your bones, you know. So mm. that's an advice I would have. Uh, I would say, yeah. Okay. And trying to be yourself, which is the most difficult thing, you know." It's very, very. I think it's very difficult to, by the time you know, trying to find yourself, because of course when you start something, you always want to look like other people. But at the end, you just. I think. I think you notice that uh, it takes more time to 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 be yourself and to develop yourself and to finally make things that will look like yourself. Mm. So you yeah, find your own style and stick to it, and maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Maybe make, maybe tomorrow I will make uh, I will make very different movie like side movie with zombies and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, cool. So. Um, something which is related a bit to your movies, but I felt like also uh, one trait of your personality. I think you're not afraid to make fun of yourself. And for me, that's important to to maybe speak about it because it's not the case of many people. And mm -hmm. would you say it has always been like this, or did you learn it? Mm. <laughs> I think because um, there is this thing because you know I I was born in Switzerland, you know, and uh, in a little in a little town. Mm. In the in the countryside, and when I was in school, I was always like the only Asian person, you know. So, as a boy, I was also I'm not very as you, as you can see I'm not I'm not very I'm not very tall I'm I'm, I'm very I'm very short, you know. And um, uh, and what what more? When I was also when I was young, I I was I was fat, you know. I was much more fat than today. Mm. 
and all this all this um all this point made me like uh, I was like an underdog you know I was like something I was I was uncommon you know in school at school and also because of this you know I I was the only boy who liked theaters I was a nerd mm-hmm. <laughs> by this time so um I was always playing game boy you know as uh, so um, that makes me different and that made me feel complex about myself you know um for a lot of, for for a long time you know um not having confidence in myself and and i think the way for me to to fight this you know is to is to by is by watching you know um, uh funny movies and when i saw you know my first um my first the first person i really loved into filmmaking was people like um charles chaplin you know or mr bean they they act in their own movies and they make fun of themselves and they they are so funny and they are so honest by making this that it inspired me i think so that's why i i like i i really fought against my my um uh, my, i fought against my uh, the fact i was not confident about myself by acting in my movies by acting like crazy by being stupid you know and i think it it helped me a lot mm. this and like how hmm i wonder if you know is it uh is it something like you realized younger and you were like okay now i have to make i want to be more like charlie chaplin or is it something you've done just naturally And you realize, no, looking back. No, I think it's just. Um, uh, no, I, I, I think I, I just wanted to be to to make it on my way. Mm. I didn't want to copy them, you know. Of course, I made some movies who look like Charles Chaplin movies, I uh, who I imitated a bit of of their style, but it was always original, you know. I mean, I found my way, like to. I was trying to tell these stories on my way by yeah this admi- admiration yeah. you know and I think it come naturally you know instinctively yeah okay no that's so cool I think um, I mean I can relate a lot because me too when I was younger I was like <laughs> <laughs> more more like uh, overweight uh, and also yeah I think the process of I think many people made fun of me also. Mm-hmm. And the way to counter that is to be at ease with it and to because I feel like if you make if you you have the confidence to make fun of yourself yourself then when people make fun of you it's okay because uh, you accept it because you already make fun of yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So for me sure. yeah, it's so interesting like we've But been through a bit the similar process, you know. <laughs> maybe that's why we're creative. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think yeah, but uh, no, it's so funny because when I when I read some some uh, biographies about other film directors, they they always have this um, this uh, they they were also like uh, like underdogs, you know, mm. before. Just like I've been, I was reading, I was listening to an audio book about Steven Spielberg. Of course, everyone knows him, and uh, I was very amazed. I was very surprised 
because uh, he says that when he was also when he was a kid he was uh, like a he was like an underdog you know mm. uh, boys they were making fun of him they were bully, bullying him you know things like this and uh, and and also the his only the way he he could find an, uh, an escape to this is to make films you know mm. and he's not the only one so many people are like this you know and i think i think he's proud of every creative people you know feeling they feel i think they are they are like um uh they are like uh, how to explain this they are like aliens you know in this mm. world and so the the only way to 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 be happy or maybe to 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 be happy with their with themselves is just to 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 keep being an alien in their world you know mm. yeah at the end people they admire them so maybe <laughs> now he's making fun of, uh, <laughs> of those who made fun of him <laughs> But uh, no, I think yeah, it's it's related to what you said. Like uh, the best stories are the ones that come from what you lived before. Mm -hmm. And if you are the underdog, underdog, you have a lot of things to to make movies from. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So also one of my yeah also one of the movie I'm writing. At the same time of those other, that I think the movie I already wrote, you know, but uh, just the just the just the plot and the pitch, you know, mm -hmm. it's also a story about underdog, you know, mm. in the social in the society, and uh, how how he <laughs> how he beats everyone just being himself, you know. <laughs> I think it's also it's also a black comedy, but uh, yeah. Cool. So yeah, so people can watch what you do. So there is a website. Uh, with your m key work and photo uh, there is Vimeo for all your portfolio and then sure. Instagram all the yeah. fun short videos sure yeah oh they can meet me too yeah. <laughs> just come to visit me <laughs> what is uh, yeah. maybe if we go on one of your channel which which first video do you recommend people to watch um I think I think I think I, re I will recommend people watching Open Mind first, mm. because I with the time I find that Open Mind is the the work that re that really portrays me the most, you know. And I think watching Open Mind is like watching me, you know. Um, it's like having a discussion a discussion with me. Mm. And um, I'm not saying this because uh, it's also it came, this this thing came came also from other friends who watched the movie. Like um, some some friends told me, yeah, when I saw this movie, it's so you. I saw you in this movie, mm. you know. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't notice it, you know. And after with with some with, with some distance, and I, I was like, okay, so it's my it's really my business call. Okay. So yeah. Okay, super cool. So yeah, open minded. <laughs> um, I'm checking the time, so yeah, I think we are approaching the end, so I will just end with uh, my traditional uh, lifeline ending questions, um, but maybe one which I started to ask recently, but yeah, when did you, when did you realize that you could influence and inspire people? Mm. I think I think I'm really I'm how to explain this I really pay attention about the the vibes 
that you can uh, that you can give when you do something, you know. And I think mostly, except my, which is something which is more powerful than just making my films, is the way I worked and I think the way I see how I make films. I think that can re-inspire. This I think it's a way that can re-inspire people. Mm. I think because, um, yeah, because I'm turning you know 28 <laughs> this year, and time passed, and uh, and uh, you know I I start meeting people who who are the the age when I discovered mm. you know films, and I and I I start you know I really start watching discovering that how they how they like how they're amazed by just how with, with just the simple things I do and I was like okay these simple things I do I noticed that I I was doing it you know with uh, with an intention and I was doing with in my opinion with passion you know mm. with uh, dedication because this, this is the only good thing I can do <laughs> And I think I don't mind, you know. And I think that's the thing I was amazed uh, when I, when I was young. I mean, well, young when I was twenty three years old, twenty two, twenty eighteen years old. I was very amazed by the vibes of exper- exper- uh, experienced film directors they had, and I still remember and I still admire them. If and I, I and I still admire secretly, you know. And I don't know that I admire them, you know. And then maybe I will, I will tell them one day. But um, yeah, it's not about how the movie they make, but it's about how they make me feel. Mm. It's just related to what I told you before. Like uh, people, they don't remember. They will, they will not remember for the, for their lifetime, you know, what you did. But they will remember for their entire life mm. how you make how you make them feel. And yeah, when I think of my my all my tutors or my mentors. All my very good friends who taught me so many things in uh, in in films, and my producers who helped me a lot, my parents who really pushed me into this. I really remember. I will. Oh, I think I will all my life remember how they make me feel. Mm. I think, yeah, that's that's why I think that's ma- that makes film directors. You know, they're so cool. <laughs> I and think my. My next question is <laughs> it's very sim- it's very interesting because um it's a bit related to what you said but a bit different but maybe let me let me ask this first but how yeah how, how do you want peop- how do you want to make people feel you know when you meet people in your life like yeah yeah how do you want them to feel after they met you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you. How do you I, feel, guys? <laughs> I think it's like you. I, I want them to feel good, you know? Okay. <laughs> no, I think I want to... I don't know. I um, No, because I think it's the, my way to be polite. I know. Uh, my uh, Asian culture, you know. I want people to be comfortable with me. Relaxed. Mm. Um, I know, I know, I'm not perfect. I'm weird. I'm crazy. Sometimes I just do really cre- weird things. But at the end, I want people to be comfortable, and uh, mm. and I try to. Yeah, I think all my life is uh, I will try to make people 
being comfortable with me, even if I'm crazy, even if I have another point of view, you know, and, uh, mm. and, um, yeah, just like with you right now, no, I'm yeah. feeling comfortable, you know, <laughs> so, okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, how do you want people to, uh, know you for or remember you for? Mm. <clears throat> This, it's something I, I've been thinking, you know, the, um, um, many times, randomly. I my goal is not to. It's like you know, when I talk about, I have a lot. There's a lot of film directors I admire, you know, in the, and I don't admire them because I find they are the best film directors of the world, you know. Um, Spielberg for me is a is a very. It's not the best film director of the world. Or Christopher Nolan is not the best. Or François Truffaut is not the best of the world. Or, or Tarantino too. But for me, for example, Spielberg is the best film director to make emotional things with uh, related to family and to pop culture, things like this, you know? And I want people... Or maybe Quentin Tarantino for me is the best director because his way of uh, being a film lover and, ha and, and making reference movies all his life with uh, with uh, with uh, punchlines, you know. He's very famous for this. And me, I think for me, uh, in a dream, you know, uh, my craziest dream, I want people to remember me as a film director who makes, who has, who makes like crazy movies, you know, but smart, but in a smart way. Mm. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I don't want to be like the best director of the world. I don't. I, I prefer. I prefer being like a, a, a known director of, for making movies with a lot of um, a lot of poetry, mm. a lot of uh, with a nice atmosphere, ambience, and crazy and weird, but with with, with a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. And uh, how would you describe yourself in three hashtags? <clears throat> um. Three hashtags. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I would say spontaneous. Um, I would say what I would say spontaneous. Um, crazy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> crazy and uh, and kind. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Crazy, spontaneous, kind. Yeah. Cool. And um, yeah, if you could go back to it's like your first day in your art school, mm -hmm. and yeah, you go out of the university, and you can go back in time. You meet younger David. And you can tell younger David something. Um, I would tell him. I think I would slap him. <laughs> I would slap him. I would tell him like, uh, uh, put your, um, um, stop being not confident in yourself and just believe in what you do. Because, yeah, I would slap him. Saying, <laughs> stop being not confident with yourself. Believe in what you do. Just don't mind and just go, just go ahead without thinking too much. I just would say that. Okay. And yeah, fires. <laughs> he will be scared, I think. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, my final question for you is, um, yeah, like, can people contact you where and why should they contact you? Sorry, I didn't understand. Sorry. Oh, yes. <laughs> so like, can can people contact you? Uh, why should should they contact you? And like, how can they support you? Yeah. So very typical. Follow me on my Instagram. <laughs> follow my channel no 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 they can contact Click me and subscribe <laughs> no I'm, I'm just I'm just hungry for new experience experiences no I'm I think for the moment I'm open for everything to meet people to travel if we can travel soon again and I'm open to 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 I'm I'm most in, open for interesting projects if you um, if you have something very good in mind that might interest me just contact me And maybe I will be the one who can make uh, who can make images of your projects, you know, moving moving pictures, or if you have jobs for me, I'm open to. <laughs> He's <laughs> the best. Or opportunities, <laughs> or just having or just having a coffee with me. I love coffee, so yeah. He love uh, cafe soda. Vietnamese coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, David. Um, Thank you, you for your. <clears throat> For this opportunity, really. Yeah, no, thank you for the, the big light, <laughs> the GoPro. Yeah. Uh, no, it's been two hours. It's crazy. And yeah, no, I think really cool conversation. I got to discover you in another way. And yeah, I hope, I'm sure it will inspire so many people to yeah, make movies, moving pictures. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> connect with people, test, follow their dreams, and all these things. Sure. And if you have questions about movies or anything related to this, I can try my best to answer your questions. I'm on. <laughs> so yeah, contact him on Instagram. I think it's the best way. Yeah, on my website too. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much, David. Thank you. Merci. <laughs> Goodbye. Congrats for listening until the end of this episode. Of course, to best support Lifeline, you can share this episode to two of your friends and subscribe to the next episodes on any platform. See you next time.